0: learn how to be a buddy almost. You know, I tell my son, I look at my kids now, like, who's the one person in the room that doesn't talk to anybody? They need a friend. Go make friends with them. Welcome to The Chic Space, a podcast by Premier Designs, where you hear stories from our jewelers about Premier's purpose of enriching lives and training tips on how you can build your business. For this episode, your host is Brett Duncan, Senior Vice President of Strategy and Business Development.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to the Sheik Space. It is Brett Duncan here at the home office and very, very excited about today's conversation. It is with Nikhil Korea. Hey Nikhil, how are you?
0: Hello, I'm doing great. Thanks Uh, for having me on, I'm super excited.
1: Of course, of course. And so always, this is gonna be great and I so appreciate you being a part of this. Um, You know, Nikhil, tell everyone real quickly, I know a lot of people know who you are, but I'm sure there's plenty who don't. Give us an idea, of just kind of you, where you're from, where you're living, family, all that good stuff.
0: Yes, well, I am from the fabulous state of California, and I live about um about forty minutes outside of San Francisco, so um, Bay Area girl in California, and yeah, I'm married, and I've got three beautiful babies actually not babies my oldest will be five um next week i have a two-year-old she just turned two last week and a four-month-old so i've got my hands full with a lot of little babies but i love that and yeah i love california i will never leave here ironically
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice are, were you born and raised there
0: i was i was born and raised me and my husband both and yeah we everyone says like oh are you gonna move out of state no, we want to try our hardest to stay in this state. So, yeah, oh, California, awesome. Cal.
1: <laughs> oh, that's great. That's awesome. So fill us in a little bit about what life looked like for you before Premiere was involved.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what's cool is this month I am celebrating 10 years with Premiere.
1: I saw I will that. Be
0: with Premiere for 10 years. I can't believe it. Um, I started back in college. I was 23. It was my senior year of college, and I was going to school to be a teacher. I wanted to be an elementary teacher. And, um, it was my senior year and in your senior year, you do like internship and I was working full time, pretty much in a school finishing up my credential for free. So I couldn't work and here I was this super poor college girl and my really good friend Melissa sold premiere and, um, she had invited me to her jewelry show and I thought, oh, I really miss her and I want to see her. And she turned it into a come and celebrate my birthday. Oh yeah. I'm having jewelry there. Um, and so I went, I saw it all, but again, I was poor college girl and I saw this stuff is pretty, I'll do a show for you one day, but I have no idea when, so I can't give you a date, but it's cool. And I can't, I I can't buy anything. Um, so that's kind of how my introduction into premiere was right there. Um, that was it. Yeah. Um, I didn't wear any jewelry. I wasn't about it. I was also an athlete at the time. I used to roller skate competitively and I'm talking like roller skating was my life. I did it from six years old up into this point through college. And I was um, fortunate enough to be traveling kind of throughout the world, um, competing every year at the world championships. And that year we were going to Taiwan and um, to compete. And again, you had to, unfortunately you had to pay for part of your way to get there. They did pay for some of it, but you had to get yourself to Taiwan. You had to pay for your coaches. You had to pay for a lot of things. And, um, Melissa was really smart and messaged me and said, Hey, have you, can I do a fundraiser for you? Mm. Um, you know, to help raise funds to get you on this trip. And I said, well, sure. Yeah. You want to give me your profits? That'd be great. Cause I had, was selling water. I was selling like all these random things to help make money to go on this trip. Trust me, I was doing every kind of fundraiser. Everyone was contacting me to help fundraise, to get me there. Um, and so I did that fundraiser um, and it was a great show. And I started wearing the jewelry and actually told her, I don't wear jewelry. So tell me what I should pick out with all the free stuff. Because she also gave me the free jewelry. Um, and fast forward, I started wearing that jewelry while I was interning and everyone liked it. And I was like, oh, you contact my friend, Melissa. And I kept sending them her way. And I quickly realized, this girl's making some good money. I think I want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> so I contacted her and said, hey, how do, we, how do you do this? I, I like it because it's flexible and I can still skate and do all those things. So that was my first intro and pretty much my first year into Premiere.
1: Gotcha. Wow. What an awesome story. I want to dig into that a little more. But the thing I want to dig in most, I'm sure you get this a lot, but when you hear about like serious roller skating all the way through college... What does that look like? Because most <laughs> yeah. of us don't even, you know, don't even understand how that works.
0: Right? It's it's literally like 1970s roller skates. You know, we have the two wheels in the front, two in the back. Um, everything that's done on ice is also done on roller skates. Awesome. Um, so you can imagine it like that. Yeah. So I grew up just, I was six years old. when My mom used to skate when she was young competitively. And so she tried keeping me out. And I begged her and begged her until I was six. And then I went and I fell in love. So <laughs> Yeah, I skated up until um, it was 2008. No, 2010.
1: Wow. So my first
0: two years in Premiere, um, it was awesome because it was flexible enough for me to go to my skating. You know, my I was commuting to skate, finishing up school, um, and it was a job that I could do whenever I wanted, which is really what I liked the most. Um, yeah, so it's it's old school roller skating. I didn't do the you know you have the girls that do the jumps and the spins and stuff up in the air and you have the ice dancing that's we do that in roller skating the roller dance um and i did what something is even weirder the figure eights that are drawn on the floor if you go to a roller skating rink they have those big circles right i would trace that with one foot and do little turns on there
1: uh-oh. You can look
0: it up on YouTube.
1: Okay, nice. I think I, I, I sent a rally uh, uh, session coming up here. So uh, that'll be awesome. Right? Yeah,
0: it's it's a little bizarre, but it was cool. I that's loved so awesome. it.
1: That, that is, that's great. Do you ever, do you skate now at all? Like just throw them on and get out there and go?
0: You know, it's the saddest part. Um, no, I have not. It's been, been quite a while. Um, the reason why I really had to quit skating and most people end up I say retire because it sounds better. Um, all the skating rinks are gone. So yeah. I live in an extremely expensive state. So that property is like prime property. So a lot of the roller skating rinks um, in my last year, I think I skated at three different rinks because we kept getting noticed they were they'd sold the property. So there's not very many roller skating rinks um, locally gotcha. around here. There is one, actually, that, that is close. I'm waiting for the kids to get a little bit bigger. Yeah. So they can come with me, oh, so I don't awesome. terrify them when they fall. At, you know, two years old, like I'm not coming back, mom.
1: That'll be so awesome for them to just see mom get out there and just absolutely dominate. That'll yeah, no, I'm gonna act
0: like I don't know how to skate. Like <laughs> I don't. I'm really nervous. Then I'm gonna go out there, and be like, look how easy it is. Yeah, come there you go. God.
1: That's awesome. Okay, so this is great. Yeah. So it's 2009. You've become a jeweler, but uh, for all the reasons you just gave us, which are is awesome, but. You have now 10 years later, you have accomplished quite a bit as a jeweler here in Premier. You're a a two diamond designer. You've achieved the 500 show club, all kinds of different things. And you are actually, especially those that went to rally last year will remember you because you are the reigning uh, Servant (laughs) Leader Award recipient, which is a huge honor and a really, really big deal because you reflect kind of that servant's heart that is so important to us here at Premier. So catch us up. You started Premiere for one reason, and maybe that's still the same reason, or maybe some other things have come up. What has happened? What's been your premiere story over the last 10 years?
0: Yeah, well, there's still well, thank you for that little intro on that. <laughs> <laughs> um there there's so many awesome parts of Premiere, and I truly believe in my heart that somehow Premiere was made for me, and I don't know how to how else to say that, but um premiere got started when I was a month old, um, looking back, like, you know, for celebrating you know, 34 years, 35 years. And yeah, a lot of, I was, a lot of
1: people are was, just, are, are hissing at their, their phone right now <laughs> that you're saying that, but that's awesome. That's hey, great. I've been in for
0: 10 years, so I feel like, <laughs> I you know, it. I've earned my right to be like, Hey, I spent, uh, but you know, I, I, think that was so, was so cool because, um, I didn't realize at the time that I had a desire in my heart when I was young, the reason I wanted to be a teacher was so that I could have the summers off to stay home with my kids mm. So I've, that was kind of always my, my huge goal. But I started Premier literally to make an extra $200 a month just so I could finish skating and not, I was tutoring. I was doing all these random jobs so that I could commute and you know continue to train and go to all these different places. Um, but really, God had much bigger plans. Um, I'm so thankful for that. I mean, my first year of Premier, they also announced a cruise. And um, I remember being at my first little training and I was sitting there. I think I had sponsored one girl my very first jeweler, which was my cousin. Um, and I was sitting there with her and they're talking about this cruise that you could go on for free. And I had never been on a trip outside of skating. Okay. I Mm. traveled all over, but for skating, I'd never gone anywhere like non skating related vacation pretty much. Um, and I remember thinking, Oh, that's for like the really high up, the big dogs in premier. That's not for us. Mm. And I just like passed along the paper and then, um, I remember, I think the next month or something, someone had told me like, Hey, this, how many points or how close you are, this is what you need. You need to become a designer and to the, time. Um, and it changed everything. It was my new, why my mm-hmm. new, why in my first year as in premier, maybe six months, not even yet. And I said, you telling me that I can go on a trip for free. Yeah. On, to, on a cruise to the Bahamas. And I, they were like, yeah. And I said, all I have to do is X, Y, and Z. And they said, "Yeah." And I said, "Oh my gosh! Why would you not do that?" And so I literally told every single person I knew that I was working to go on this cruise, and could they help me? And could they, I, was, I? I just did everything. So it was awesome. I made that cruise. Um, it was completely free. I got to go to the Bahamas, um, and here I am, a twenty-three-year-old girl yeah. um, going by myself. And it was awesome. I met some of my best friends on that trip. Um, other jewelers from all over the nation. So the trips were a huge incentive for me in the beginning to realize um, that I could have a business in a sense, because I didn't get started for a business. I didn't get started for the jewelry.
1: Yeah,
0: um, I just wanted some flexibility. And then this trip came along. So that's been a huge pivotal point for me. Every single year are those cool incentive trips. Um, I look forward to them like no other. And you know, now, I mean, that was 2010, I think was my first, that first cruise. Um, and then here, I guess, take my entire family to Disney World in June, I know. Um, compliments of premiere. So, yeah, I've gone on every single trip. That kind of stuff is, is huge leading along the way.
1: Oh, that's so awesome. Um, yeah. How exciting. And I think it's, you bring up something too that, and I want to transition into just a little bit of some tips that you can pass along, but you talk about relationships. Uh, you know, and how those are built, the relationships you've built within Premiere, obviously a friend introduced you to it. Y'all are still great friends today because I see y'all together all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but as well as many more, but you are, you've got quite the reputation for, I mean, the Kell just is great at ma- meeting new people. She's great at making friends, mm-hmm. Um And that doesn't always come naturally to some people. So I'm wondering if you could spend a little time, like, you know, how do you make that work? Like, I'm sure some of it truly is natural and I bet some of it is actually intentional. Um, but what tips would you pass along to jewelers? Because obviously, you know, relationships are everything in premier designs.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I noticed as women, we don't like to be alone. (laughs) Um, There's that like kind of idea that girls don't even go to the bathroom by themselves. Um, And I think that's so true is we don't like to be alone. And so many times it's, we just want a friend. And I think when you remember that, that you don't like going into a room, not knowing anybody, so do other women. Um, So be, you know, learn how to make friends, learn how to be a buddy almost. You know, I tell my son, I look at my kids now, like, who's the one person in the room that doesn't talk to anybody? They need a friend. Go make friends with them. Um, and the same thing when you, when you're walking into someone by yourself, you don't want to be by yourself. So go make a friend. Um, and I, I my mom was awesome. And she taught me that at a really young age is make friends with everybody. Um, so it's something that I think was ingrained in me as a, as a little kid. Um, you know, Don't have just one best friend. You can have 10 best friends. Right. And I think that once you start realizing that, that you don't have to be stuck in your little bubble of, my five friends. And these are my five friends. These are the people I've grown up with and that's all I can have. Um, you lose a ton. So I, I realized that having friends and making relationships with new people um, is huge. And I've now, you know, being in premier for 10 years, I look back and I have found some of my best friends in the business who also sell jewelry with me. Um, I have sponsored some of my best friends who, you know, we went to college and she was my college roommate. And I said, Hey girl, you got to do this with me. Cause we can go on these trips together. <laughs> um, you know, so them, and then I get to meet their friends, you know, from Premiere. So all those other things are so meaningful to me. And I just use that as best I can. Um, so when I'm looking at people, you know, like what's like my first tip is to what is to like, talk to people and just be friendly. Um, and I know the easiest way to start a conversation is by complimenting a gal. So everybody loves compliments no matter what. <laughs> so find a genuine compliment um, and just start with a compliment. Like, Hey, I love your shoes. Where'd you get them?" Um, things like that. If these are people that you see all the time and they're your coworkers and you're like, how do I, you know, I see them all the time and I'm not, I don't, I'm not really friends with them. Ask them like, Hey, I see you here every day. You know, where are you from? Did you grow up here? That's my biggest um, mm-hmm. starter. You know, I could ask someone like, Oh, how do you know? So-and-so. Um, and I can quickly start a conversation with them. And yes, it's surface level at first, but then I can easily find something that I have in common with them. And then we can branch and, and keep going on there. Um, so it's just simply being friendly and compliment someone. And that always breaks the ice. Yeah. Um, and another way, like how I bring in my business with it is one, you got to wear your jewelry. <laughs> and what I love is our jewelry is the number one thing that's complimented women love to compliment accessories, um, whether it's your cute earrings, your cute shoes, um, anything, it's, it's just what women do. Um, and those are easy conversation starters. Um, I know for me in my life, everybody knows I sell premier. Yeah. And that's not by accident. Right. Um, Right. Like, so some people are thinking like, Oh, how do they know what you do? And I look at some of my friends, I'm like, I don't even know what they do. I should ask her, what do you do <laughs> for a living? Uh, <laughs> I think like, well, you don't have to keep it a secret when you work for yourself. Um, so wearing my jewelry and talking about it is another way that I meet a lot of people. Um, you know, whether it's at the ball game with my, my with my kids, I could tell them like, Hey, I do fundraisers. I sell premiere. Can I talk with you guys and tell you about it? Um, and then, you know, I've, I've, in the past, I've even asked a girl like, hey, can we do a fundraiser for the women's group at the Bible study? Can you bring all your friends? I'd love to meet them. And I'd love to show them what we can do. And if I'm coming from a place of a genuine place where I'm not trying to sell to them or trying to, you know, get their group, I literally want to meet them because I love her group where she talks about her Bible study group where she talks about her, her church group and they sound awesome. Um, you know, so you could bring your business up in ways like that and I telling them what you do because somehow premiere always links in like hey oh i'm going to texas next week what are you going to texas for oh i have you know i'm going right. to have a leadership conference for premiere you know i sell premiere you know and then they can start talking about that we're going to disney world or oh i'm so excited friday night i have a girls night i get to go show my jewelry to these ladies in san jose and i'm so excited to do that yeah um different things like that um huge and you end up it gives you something to talk about and you can easily start building a relationship um, with them because they're your partner in a sense. Yeah. Um, yeah so doing it like that. Um, another thing I do is um, as far as finding relationships that would work with my business um, is using your business in a way to serve others. So if I step back and think, how can Premier meet this person's need? Do I know someone who's involved in an organization um, that I can offer to do a fundraiser for them? Um, Right now in California, unfortunately, the the fire victims Mm. that we've had, you know, who's in community with some of the fire victims that I can partner with them and ask to do um, fundraisers for them, you know, different ways like that. Um, And there's unfortunately natural disasters all over the nation that you could connect with or, you know, someone who's struggling somehow that you could do a fundraiser for them. Um, so that is another way that really helps me build relationships because I physically reach out to them and say, hey, this is something I do with my job. Premiere allows me to um, give back a portion of the profits to this. Would you want to partner with me? What could we do um, to do that? And that automatically opens new doors to meeting tons of new people and to building that relationship with them, um, using my business to help me do that. So I really love that part. Mm-hmm. Um, And another thing that I do, um, I'm all about trying things new and joining different groups. Um, And the groups have to be fun for me. So I'm all about if it's not fun, I don't really like doing it. Uh, I remember when I first moved to the city that I live in, I had a, um, I didn't know anybody, but I saw at the library, they had like baby and me library time. And I took, my son was only like six months at the time. So I said, well, there's got to be women there that are going to come and bring their babies. So I went in there and brought my little baby. And I said, hi, I'm new here and I don't know anybody. What do you guys do for fun with your babies? Yeah. Um, and then, oh my goodness, every single woman shared like a bazillion things. I'm like, oh, how fun. How fun. And I, you know, I didn't even bring up Premiere that time. But just the simple fact of, okay, here's other people that are in the same stage of life as me. I can hook up with them and go to these fun play dates. And then what are we going to do? We're going to chat and they're going to notice my jewelry right. and I can talk about it. Um, so those are other things that you can always find something in your life, I think, even if it's, um, if you're a single gal, when I was in college, um, the same thing. You know, I, I would do fundraiser events or different things like that. I lead with fundraisers a lot. And that opens the door for me a lot with building relationships. Now that I'm talking about it, I'm like, oh, I keep bringing up fundraisers. Yeah.
1: But. Well, it makes sense. I mean, you're you're obviously, as you're having those conversations, it shows that you're listening to them, right? And you're—it's that you can't bring that up easily and just say, "Hey, I do fundraisers. Anyone you want to have anything you need a fundraiser for around here?" You know, I mean, That's you're listening, <laughs> right? I mean, so you're you're listening to what's happening in their life. And I think one of the things you brought up uh, early on there was that struck me too. Is and I think about—I'm sure you you either are having this or will have it with your kids. My son's ten, and he seems like stressed out when he has to pick a best friend. Right? It's like, oh, I, it's hard for me to pick just one. You know. And I think the real key, and I was thinking about this the other day with someone I know who I was wondering, I was like, even myself, I was like, is he my best friend? I don't know. But what I do know is he's the best at being a friend. Like he's really, really good at it. And I think that's really the point, you know, and that's kind of what, almost what you were saying is like, be conscious and intentional about it and and be the best at being a friend.
0: Yeah. I, I think it's huge to just be that person that, you know, that someone could call and message or whatever and you're going to be there for them. And I, I, I know that that's easy, but I could easily hands down tell you, I have eight best friends, yeah. um, you know, yeah. and tell you, and they're like, this is my, one of my best friends growing up from skating. This is my best friend in college. Yeah. These are my best four girlfriends that are, you know, four or five girlfriends I went to high school with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, it's just, I think it's, I think even the Bible wanted it that way or the God wanted it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that you can totally meet so many more people. And, you know, I even, I could tell you, oh, I have my best hostess. Or I met this girl at a jewelry show and I walked in and I just loved her outfit and we started talking. And then we have kids in common and we grew up in the same place. And, oh my goodness, we got married the same day. You know, I'm thinking of all these different girls in my life that I've had these different connections with. Uh, right. Um, I think it's, it's so important. And women nowadays, I think even more with society and how things are going, they're lonely. We're lonely, right? And you and know if you feel that way, a hundred other women feel the same exact way. Exactly. So don't continue to go in that cycle. Be the one that steps out and says, "Hey, I don't know anybody here. Can I sit next to you?" Right. Um, you know, or hey, I feel super uncomfortable here. Do you? And you'll be so shocked with just that transparency, and it's simple, and women instantly feel better. And instantly will gravitate to you just because you're being friendly. Um, yeah. And I love that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, and again, it, it's if you follow the logic, uh, you know, it's establishing those relationships, which that in and of itself is rewarding, right? Whether even a premiere didn't exist, you'd still get a ton of reward out of the relationships. It just so happens we actually right. reward you, you know, within those relationships, too. But that can't happen without a conversation. And then from the conversation comes that connection. And I think what I was uh, really caught from you is it doesn't sound like you really overthink it. And I mean that in a good way. It's like, I just do it. You know, I'm not going to sit here and worry what's the exact perfect word choice or the exact perfect time. You know, just do it. Right. Because I think a lot of people get caught up in almost perfectionism over oh the circumstances and what I say and the verbiage have to be so precise and so perfect that I got to wait for that moment. Uh, and they'll be waiting forever.
0: That is true. Yeah. Yes, awesome. that is that's a perfect point. It's so true. And I think I'm very transparent. So when I'm when I'm, I love. I'm having. I'm learning how to do the whole online thing. You'd think I wouldn't you'd think I have it down, just because I'm younger, I guess. But I'm not that young, mm-hmm. and I have a hard time. So I get it. it. I love to make the per the conversation in person. So I remember. I think back. You know, when I'm, when I'm at my jewelry shows, it's probably why I love showing jewelry and I love being around people. It's so easy for me to sit there and talk to you and have a conversation. So when I go online and I'm like typing, I, have to, I start thinking the perfect thing. And I go, just stop, Nikhil, be yourself. And yeah. I reread it. And I look, that's not even me. And I delete it. And <laughs> I just type really fast and I send it. And it's all these typos. And I have to tell them, sorry, I'm talk typing. Talk-, yeah. t- talk typing.
1: <laughs> oh, I think that's awesome. And it happens though. I mean, it's a, hey, you got to get it out there, right? So uh, I would have to assume, and I know one of the things too, that Uh, you're really great at having a very consistent and a balanced business. And that probably is directly related to all the relationships that you build. But really quickly touch on that. What is the key for you right now, especially with everything that you've got going on in your life? uh, What's the key to having a consistent and a balanced business as a jeweler?
0: Yeah, well, I love it because That is going to change. I have learned in 10 years, the balance of what you want in your business is going to change and it's okay. Um, So like like, like, back when I was in college, I had a lot more time on my hands as far as I wasn't taking care of three little children. Mm -hmm. So my business looked different then. Um, So for me, I've always also been a goal planner and I had to plan how many, back then in college, it was about my, my skating schedule and school schedule. Where on my calendar could I actually fit? To do these jewelry events you know and it's still the same today as far as looking at my calendar with my family and like okay what could I physically fit in my calendar that's gonna look and work well for us right <laughs> um and maybe that may be okay now is in my life I get to do more Facebook and online things so for me it's always goal setting and planning out you know, the month ahead. Okay. I have a goal. I need to make X amount of dollars. And I typically make X amount of dollars when I show my jewelry in person. So, you know, that looks like I need to have at least four events on my calendar, you know, things like that. So really looking at it um, and planning out your goal is huge. And then you have to physically set aside time to make sure that your calendar looks like that. Um, so for me right now in my life, it means getting up, at 5 o'clock in the morning and working from 5 to 8 because my kids sleep in, kind of. (laughs) So (laughs) typically they sleep in during that time. I am mush after 7 o'clock. So any of my mom's out there, I can't eat. I have a hard time thinking at night. It's just let's get these kids bathed, eat, and put (laughs) them down to sleep. And then I have to go to bed because I can't focus. Um, So for me, the mornings work really well. Um, I know a lot of other women stay up late and they love their nighttime and they can do that. Um, and I remember when I was working full time as a teacher. So I haven't done Premiere full time for ten years. That wasn't the case. I went to college, then I ended up did teach, and I taught sixth grade for um, three years. And during that time, I had a full time job, and I was commuting to work had a forty five minute commute. Um, my time was little post it notes, and I would sit in my car before I would could head home, and I had five things that I had to do every day for my business. Mm-hmm before I could head home in a sense. Um, and even then I would wake up a, an extra hour early to make my hostess packets so that I could get them to the post office, you know, before I left work. So planning it out as much as it, it's not a whim business. And I, I think sometimes we think, or we hope I could just wake up and have a bunch of orders. Yeah, You have to work for them and you have to plan for them and be prepared a little bit. You don't have to be over-prepared because I'm not. <laughs> you tell the girl, hey, I'll send you an invoice for this necklace. Not a problem. So you don't have to have order forms and all that kind of stuff prepared. Yeah. But be mentally prepared for it.
1: Right. Oh, no, that's so good. I mean, it, it sounds so straightforward and simple, but a lot of people don't do this, right? It's But you were clear on your goals. And then you actually worked backwards. All right, if that's what I want, what do I have to do? And what's the time I have to set aside? Uh, and you were very intentional about it. The results yes. might not have always been like precisely and exactly what you planned, but at least you did the work to get you either close to it or I bet in some cases over it, you know, um, which is awesome. I, I really salute you for that. That's great.
0: Thank you. And I do believe that women, you've got to get yourself some slack. Yeah. If it doesn't go the first time, okay, take a breath. It's okay. What didn't work and why didn't it work? Okay, did you over plan or did you make this hum enormous or ginormous goal? But- you only gave yourself, you know, an hour a week to accomplish it. You right. didn't fail. You just didn't plan right. Yeah. You know, so I think we sometimes think, I didn't do it. I'm over
1: I think that is so awesome. Yeah, you didn't fail. You just didn't plan right. And it's like, man, I bet there are people listening right now that that in and of itself is like this huge burden that was just list- lifted for them. Uh, oh, I
0: hope so. Yeah. But it's, you know, I'm thinking about it like, okay, I have a goal to sell X amount of dollars worth of jewelry. Yeah. And maybe, you know, your plan, you didn't sell it. Well, then you get to rethink it and, and look at it. Okay. Is it because I didn't reach out to many people or wow, I have to reach out to more people than I thought I had to. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, and sometimes you realize, oh, I just sold that really fast. I didn't realize. Um, right. And we're in sales. It's kind of unpredictable. I don't know how much people are going to buy. I don't even know. You know how many people are gonna show up or how many people are gonna visit my, you know, my social media site for that day. Yeah. So you you have to kind of plan for it. And I think a big thing is you gotta give yourself grace. Yeah. Big time. And I've learned that to 2018, my year was grace. I had a I had a one year old and found out I was pregnant with my third. And I was like, Oh my goodness, how can I do this? Um and so Grace, I learned a lot from that word. My favorite word is grace. Oh,
1: that is so good. This has been just absolutely great. And I know you've got that baby you're speaking of is probably going to wake up here real, real soon. So, <laughs> yes, I want to. We've got five quick questions here to end it, kind of our our lightning round. So, are you ready for this? I'm going to hit you real quick with them. All right, I'm ready. Okay, here Let's we think. go. So, Nikhil, your favorite piece of jewelry?
0: Favorite piece of jewelry is this old school piece of jewelry. We don't even have it in the catalog anymore, and it was called coral.
1: Ah, because
0: nice. my favorite color is orange. Like a problem. My favorite color is orange. Ask ask all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> out. I'm getting better. It's an issue, but huh? It was this beautiful, big, <laughs> chunky, orange-looking coral. It's coral.
1: Awesome. How do you drink your coffee?
0: Um, you know, I never drank coffee until this year. Having three kids did it for me. Really? Um, so, as soon as I had her, I started drinking coffee. So, four months, I'm new to coffee. Uh, I guess with lots of cream and lots of sugar.
1: Okay. Nice and sweet. Yeah. That's how most people start. You'll work your way down. Yeah. We'll see. All right. One cup
0: at two o'clock in the afternoon. That's how I do it.
1: I think you answered this one already, but number three, what time do you wake up each day?
0: Oh, it varies to be honest, but on days I'm working, it wakes up around six. Okay. Um, Days I'm not working, 8.30 and I get to sleep in with my kids. Or days when the baby wakes up a ton. It's just right now I get to sleep when I can.
1: Yep, I hear (laughs) you. Nothing is set. (laughs) What is one thing that you do that gives you energy?
0: Um, Being around people, to be honest. Yeah. I I get sad and depressed when I'm by myself. (laughs) So I have to pick up the phone and I'll call my friend that I haven't talked to and I instantly get rejuvenated. Naps, naps and talking to people somehow. When I leave group things, I'm all excited.
1: And last (laughs) one, I know you said you love trips. So what is one place on your bucket list that you want to go to that you haven't been to yet?
0: Hands down, Greece.
1: Ooh, nice. I want to go
0: there so bad. One day.
1: That would be a good one. Mikkel, you've done awesome. This has been so great. And I know between inspiration and information and tips and laughs and all that good stuff and realizing uh, how great a roller skater you are, everything, (laughs) um, this has been really, really wonderful. So I so appreciate you doing this. And what a lot of people don't know is we're recording this right now. It is. We started at seven o'clock in the morning, your time. So- I fell right into that work window uh, that you said you have at times, but thank you for doing that.
0: Yes. If you didn't want to be interrupted by little children um, <laughs> and I didn't want to completely throw off their day and send them to a babysitter in the middle of the day, it just wouldn't have worked. So I said, you can chat. I'll chat at 7am.
1: There we go. Now that's awesome. It's your power hour right now. huh?
0: It is. It is.
1: Excellent. All right. Anything else before we sign off here, Nicole
0: Oh, well, thanks for having me. And thanks to Premiere. I absolutely love it. Thanks for joining us today. For more stories about enriching lives and training tips for growing your business, subscribe to the Sheik's Face Podcast.